What is going on, everybody? Jamie Shaw here. Very excited to be joined. Nico Medved, head coach, Colorado State. Nico, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, Jamie. How are you? Man, things are good. Just as we were talking off air a little bit, it's that time of year. Season's ramping up and everything, and, uh, you know, it's exciting. There's an air of excitement this season. There is. I think the other dynamic that's interesting is you go to these campuses now, and although it's not normal, so to speak, it's there's so much more energy, right? There's students everywhere. People are back. Uh, there's a whole nother, you know, energy level and excitement around these campuses. And, you know, if you can circle back last year at this time, there was so much unknown. And although there's still unknown, it's, it's a little bit more normalized. The energy's great. Um, everything's going downhill, right, as we're getting ready to, to start visits and, you know, fall workouts, the whole deal. And so it's an exciting time. No, that's great. I'm sure super exciting for you guys. And we're going to get into that here in just a little bit. But I wanted to start off here. You know, you went to Minnesota and you didn't play. You were a student manager and everything. Was basketball coach kind of something that you always knew that you wanted to do? And how'd you get that itch? Yeah, no, I mean, it's something I always wanted to do. Um, I thought I wanted to do it at this level. Um, but that wasn't always the primary motivation. But, you know, when I grew up, you know, the only Division One school was, in my area, was the University of Minnesota. At that point in time, uh, that's how old I am. You circle back all those, you know, North Dakota, North Dakota State, South Dakota, South Dakota State, all those were all Division Twos. And I didn't really have any connections in Division One at all or didn't know anybody. Um, but I wanted to get into it and to see that side of it at the highest level. And that was really my avenue um, to be able to do that. And so, you know, yeah, through that experience and um, all the things I was able to do and people I was able to meet, and, uh, um, people I'm still obviously really close with today, um, that's really how it all got started. And during your coaching career, you kind of earned a reputation in, in turning programs around. Obviously, your first year at, at Furman, um, you know, uh, you or your final year, 23 wins, I think up from nine your first year. Uh, Colorado State, 12 wins your first year. Now you're predicted uh, to first and everything. What can you attest this consistent program growth to uh, with you? And I wish there's something I could point to that was the secret sauce, so to speak. But I think it, you know, you hear it the cliche all the time, but it's really starting with getting the right people on board and been fortunate to have and work with so many great coaches and staff and terrific players who are terrific people and, um, you know, kind of that all in mentality. And just having the understanding, having gone through, you know, rebuilding process as an assistant and my experiences when I had an opportunity to become a head coach, I had an idea of what I wanted it to look like and, you know, wasn't going to flinch when, when things were tough and just been fortunate, I think, to get the right people on board and um, have a clear vision for what we want to do. And um, man, over time, it's, it's, it's really manifested into, into some success and it's been fun along the way. There's been some great people that uh, I've been able to work with. So the hot button topic over the past, I guess, year has been the transfer portal, obviously over 1,700 players this past year. You're kind of in a unique spot in the fact that you have a perennial or a potential top 25 team with talent, but you're also there's a lure of the power five and all that type of stuff. How did the conversations go with you guys specifically, uh, you know, with the portal this summer? Uh, our coaching staff? Well, no, I mean, like, obviously trying to get players in, but also keeping your players uh, with you. I mean, to be honest, we were fortunate enough that we were able to, to, to keep, you know, almost the entire roster that all wanted. There, to be honest, Jamie, there was never really a discussion. It was just sort of, you know, the assumption that 
you know, people were happy here. We were all pulling in the same direction. And uh, um, I think that, you know, as we recruited these young men and the things that we talked about and the goals we had individually and as a team, and those things were coming to fruition. And I think they, obviously, we love having them here. They enjoy being here and they feel really, really good about what's going on. And so, I don't think it was any more complex than that. It was, uh, wasn't really talked about that much. Um, it was just like, Hey, what's next? How do we try to take this thing to the next level? And as we were talking about off the uh, air a little bit, the strength of the mountain West is as good right now as it's been in the last 10 to 20 years. Give us kind of the setting of what it's like playing a league game and, and how excited y'all are to getting back to actually having home court advantages and stuff within the league. It's awesome. I mean, I can go back to, you know, just saying how you can feel the energy on these college campuses. Again, it's, I just, I can't wait to walk out for the first time and have the fans in the arena. I think that's one thing that, you know, people who were watching last year on television, it was very difficult to get a real perspective of what it was like to play in those arenas. Although on TV, you could see the word fans in the stands. Oftentimes on television, it kind of looked normal, right? You have pumped in crowd noise, the angles of the camera, the people are there. But man, when you're in those arenas and you show up and it's literally, you know, nobody's in there and you're doing pregame warm-ups or, or you know it just it feels and you know you, you you get used to it you play you compete but but man it's so much better I mean having the fans that's what this is about having the energy and that experience and having the home courts and um, going on the road into the hornet's nest is 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 fun I love that and so I think that's going to be great it's going to add a whole other element to this season and one that I'm really looking forward to and speaking of looking forward to this season, you had seven uh, guys last year scoring five or more points. They're all returning um, to uh, off of a team. Just missed the NCAA tournament on the bubble watch all the way until the very end there. What have the conversations kind of been like with the guys leading into this season, and how have you used that to kind of pro- uh, propel forward? I think, you know, the, 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 the easy part or the obvious part is, you know, albeit we, we had a, a successful season, um, you know, we just fell short of our goal. You know, we were one game away from regular season conference championship, uh, maybe one game away from an NCAA at large. Um, and albeit, you know, we made it to the NIT semifinals. I mean, there were a lot of successes, but, you know, we didn't get ultimately to where we wanted to go. And hopefully, I mean, that provides a little, you know, enough motivation right there for, for you know, what's next, and, you know, what we have to do and how difficult it is. Um, you know, you want to take the next step, but how good it, how hard it is to be, you know, get, become good to grade. And so I think that's what we talked about and just kind of realized that it's, it's like, again, it sounds like a cliche, but about the process of, you know, doing the hard things every day, doing the simple things well, and, um, just going to work every day and, um, continuing to, to build what we're doing and build our culture. And I think that's kind of what we're focused on. I think we put together a really, really good non-conference schedule that's almost done here. And um, one that'll give us an opportunity and all you can ask for is an opportunity. And uh, um, we think we've got a great one. Speaking of your non-conference schedule and all that type of stuff, being where your program's at right now, how difficult was it for you to, to schedule kind of a non-conference game that'll actually give you a chance, <laughs> you know, the big boys not wanting to get knocked off? Still, you know, uh, scheduling is difficult. Recruiting and scheduling is incredibly difficult. And there's so much thought that goes into it. And um, it's kind of crazy. It's so different than football. You know, football is done years in advance. I mean, it's unbelievable how many teams right now are still looking for games. Uh, um, And 
I think some of that is also with the COVID stuff, Jamie, there's still a lot of teams last year that, you know, had makeup games already built into their schedule. Um, you know, there's so many other things going on that have made this year kind of unique, but yeah, you know, it, it, it is difficult. You know, people are looking at it. Uh, you obviously want to win games. You want to uh, put together a schedule uh, that gives you a chance to be an at large. And really that is our, primary focus. And, you know, we feel like we've been able to do that. Um, it's going to be a very, very difficult schedule. Um, but you know, you can't get into this to lay up, you know? So if, if you don't make it, you can't, you don't want to look back and say that, you know, you didn't give it your all. One of the players you'll be looking at this season, David Roddy, uh, he returns almost 16 uh, per game last year, nine rebounds at six, five, two fifty. How do you best utilize his unique game and what are your expectations of him this coming season? You know, I've said it so many times. He's the most unique player I've ever coached. He's the most versatile player I've ever coached. Um, you know, he doesn't really compare to anybody else, but it's just finding ways. You know, he's got unique ability. He play, can play all five spots in our offense. He can do it effectively. Guard bigger guys, guard smaller guys. He's a really effective passer and score um, shooter. And so he, he – and, and rebounder on both ends. And so it's really just – He's got such a great understanding. It's moving him around, understanding matchups. We have the ability to play small ball a lot, which was very effective for us, where he's essentially like a pseudo center, uh, point, you know, point center. Um, and, and we'll also play bigger, you know, and, and, and take advantage of his size against smaller players. But um, he makes you look a lot better as a coach. When you got guys like that, you can drop all these things. It always works better, you know, when you have a guy like him on the, on the receiving end. But, um, you know, we try to get pretty creative with how we use him. We really move him around the court. And I think he's one of the most difficult, if not the most difficult matchup in the Mountain West. And speaking of versatile players as well, Isaiah Stevens, I mean, he finished in the top 20 in the conference, points, assists, rebounds, steals. How has his summer progression been? And what can we expect from him this upcoming season? He's a, he's a warrior, man. He just, he has just got the it factor. Uh, um, he's an unbelievable, just like David is unbelievable person, competitor. And, um, I really look for him as, you know, to take it to the next level as, as he, you know, you, you go and I think sometimes you have a successful freshman year, you go into your sophomore year. It's very, very difficult, right? It's different. Now you're at the top of everyone's scouting report. People are adjusting. You've put expectations on yourself there are expectations on you. And I thought he managed that really well, but I think that oftentimes you go in and you've got a great summer, like he did, you go in and now you become that upperclassman and there's really nothing you haven't seen. You understand what it looks like to go through the grind of a season, being at the top of the scouting report, having the expectations and that, you know, weight on your shoulders, so to speak all the time. And you really learn how to handle that um, and handle every situation. And I think he's ready to do that. And, take the next step as a leader. He's just a, just a terrific player. And then to add kind of to your mix with all that you return, you brought in an interesting transfer with Chandler Jacobs came from a uh, Dallas Baptist. I mean, uh, you know, six, three, the fifth year senior, he averaged 21 a game, 44 and a half percent from three last year. How have things gone so far meshing him with the returning core and, and kind of what are your expectations for him this season? Great. You know, Chandler is just, he's such a unique fit. You know, we really haven't, that's the first graduate transfer, you know, I have recruited and, and, He's such a great fit, Jamie. He's first of all, he's just a great kid. And I think he just came with the expectations. He believes he can make a big impact. We believe he can. But I think he's just wants, you know, whatever role he can have to help the team. And and that's going to be a big role, whatever that looks like. He's he's going to be one of the best athletes in our league. I believe that. Um, he's a tremendous defensive player. I think he's really going to add a ton on that end of the floor. He's the two-time defensive player of the year in his league. Um you know, that's an area he'll help us immediately with. He's also a guy that can, you know, 
go create his own shot, uh, um, you know, get to the basket, make a three. And I think for him, you know, he's really, it was great to have him here all summer. And I think as the summer went on, he started to feel more and more comfortable, obviously with what we're doing conceptually, but also with his teammates. And so uh, we're really excited about him. And I think he's going to really add uh, to what we're doing. No doubt. And uh, what you're doing is leading the league, I guess, in, uh, in offense, uh, you know, in, in league play, uh, first in field goal percentage, two-point field goal percentage, three-point field goal percentage, free throw percentage, second in assists and all that. How does that play into kind of your philosophy and how do you kind of improve upon something that's already so good? You know, they're just – I agree. I think we, we did a good job offensively. Our teams have been the way, but we can get a lot better. We turn the ball over too much. Uh, we've been inconsistent, you know, at times in our, in our production and uh, we've got to get more consistent that way. We've got to attack certain things better. Uh, um, just, you know, continue to be more efficient. You know, there's always, you strive to master something, you never perfect it, but I still think we've got, you know, a long ways to go to continue to read different situations better, become more efficient so we got to turn the ball over less and, and uh, um, we turn the ball over too much. And I've said that now, what, four times, I think our guys, you know, he, hear me. And, um, but at the same point in time, you know, we're a team that we play aggressive. We're going to turn the ball over some, we play aggressive, we attack you. I don't want tentative players. Um, and so, you know, yeah, we had a grip, but last year was last year, Jamie, just because he made shots last year, we're efficient. That doesn't guarantee anything this year. So we got to put in the work and uh, work on our chemistry and execution and continue to do that. But I think what last year shows is we have the ability to be a really good offensive team, but now we got to go out and earn it. We talked about this league earlier, the strength of it, possibly looking to get three, four, five teams that are right there uh, able to get in possibly. Um, a lot of talent on the floor, but you look at the talent on the sideline and now adding uh, Kruger, you add Odom uh, to the mix and everything. Tell me about the coaching talent that is in the Mountain West right now. Yeah, and Tim Miles and Richard Patino. I mean, guys who are successful Big Ten coaches. I mean, it's, it's, uh, um, it's a unbelievably well-coached league. And, you know, it's, it's interesting for me. I look at how it's made me a better coach. And, you know, when I was in the Southern Conference, right, you know, you look at the coaches that were there, you know, Mike Young, Steve Forbes, Will Wade, Larry Hunter, uh, Bob Hoffman at Mercer, I could go on and on, you know, and, and I'm missing people, Larry Hunter. And boy, you had to figure out very, very quickly, I'm going to just go and have, spend a year in the Valley. The Valley was an unbelievably well-coached league, Porter Moser, Ben Jacobs, I could go on and on. Now you come to this league and it's the same kind of thing, different styles, experienced coaches, guys that know what they want to do. Um, and boy, you really have to challenge yourself every day as a coach to, to, to live up to that. And so I love it. Uh, when the strength of the league is good, that's good for everybody. Um, and yeah, you're going to have to strap it up every night and uh, get ready to play. But that's what you should expect if you want to play and coach at this level. In previous years, y'all have been kind of the hunting uh, you know, this year you're not sneaking up on anybody. How has kind of the adjustment been, the mindset, the talks with the team and everything been now that you're the hunted? I think, you know, I mean, you you talk about it. I think you can overdo it too. I mean, it's it's like, you know, I think the guys, there has to be a consistency in your approach. The guys know how we approached it the last two years when, you know, people picked us whatever they thought of us going into the season and we were able to exceed whatever expectations people had. We didn't really care. The thing and just because somebody picked, we don't really care about that either. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't really matter. The only thing that matters is what you do every day, you know? And, and so I think we've just been consistent with our approach. The guys know what it is. Uh, um, I'm sure a lot of coaches say this, but I think the expectations we have for ourselves, um, you know, will always be higher than what everybody else thinks. And, and, 
you just got to go out there and earn it and be honest with yourself every day. And so I just don't think we've made a huge deal out of it. I think, you know, everybody has a phone, everybody can read, uh, everybody knows what's going on, but good or bad, I think you really have to block that stuff out and just kind of focus on what you're doing every day. So I guess in this off season, NIL is finally here. Uh, first off, kind of tell me your thoughts on what you think the legislation that was sent down by the NCAA and secondly, kind of how has Colorado state been able to get out in front of things to help the student athletes out, uh, mitigate this? You know, man, things are always evolving. Right. But I, I think, I mean, for me, this has been the most transformative, you know, period. I'm sure there's so many things that are going on right now in our sport and, uh, um, you know, and, and things needed to evolve. Um, that doesn't mean every change will be perfect, but changes need to be made. I think that the NIL stuff is long overdue. Um, I think it's definitely going to have a big impact. But, you know, sometimes I think people over, it's going to have a big impact, but I think some people can overreact too. And it's a little bit of the Wild West right now. I think it's educating your players, uh, um, helping them understand what's going on. Um, also to try to have the most realistic view uh, um, to learn how we can take advantage, how they can take advantage, but to also be realistic, keeping the main thing, the main thing, you know, it's easy to get caught up too much and all that, but it is real. And I think it's great. And I hope there's opportunities for players to, to take advantage of that. And I think that they will. And so I think it's like everything else. You just got to continue to evolve, have your, you know, your, your ear to the ground, so to speak, and, and to just keep listening and learning how we can get better. But, but yes, um, it's going to change. I don't think anybody who says they know exactly what this is going to look like in two years, uh, in my opinion, they're lying to you. Uh, it's just, I think, but it's, it's going to change, but I think it's a good change and hopefully we'll land in a great place. Last thing coming from me here. Um, you know, with so much returning this season, you pretty much know what you're getting out of the players. Now you've kind of had some practices. You've been on the floor a little bit. What goals do you set for this team this season? And this sounds so generic. I mean, you know, I, I think, you're, of course, you want to win a championship. You want to win the Mountain West Championship. You want to go to the NCAA tournament. You want to find a way to win when you get there. Um, but, you know, for me, this may sound really simple. You know, every year you go into it, ultimately, the only thing you control is we just want to be our best. You know, whatever that is, you know, we, we want to look at it. Did we, at the end of the season, feel like we got the most out of ourselves and what we could do and what that looks like? You know, you want to be careful. Sometimes you, you – you don't want to set limits either. You know what I mean? You don't want to set limits. I don't know. And so we've got a long ways to go, but ultimately, you know, that's what it is. And I think what's exciting for us is we feel like if we're able to do that, I think we're going to have a really good year, you know? Um, but there's a lot of programs, Jamie, that feel the same way. You know, it's hard, you know, and there's a lot of programs right now, as you know, that no one's talking about right now that are going to have great years. Yep. Um, so you, again, you know, you can't get too caught up uh, um, in this stuff, what's going on. We're excited. We believe in ourselves, but um, let's just keep putting good days, good days together. No doubt. Nico, I've known you for a few years now. It's been great to see your success continue to grow, man. And I, I appreciate you coming on and talking. Jamie, appreciate you having me, man. Absolutely. Good luck this season. Thank you.